We walk by faith, not by sight. The just shall live by faith, or literally from his faith, talking about the faith of Jesus. Now, we know by now that that word faith, it is a Greek word, pistis, and it literally means convictions, beliefs, persuasions. So we live now for the believer now from those convictions or persuasions that come from the Father, that Bible, that Bible type of faith that can only proceed, and we've seen this throughout Scripture, from the Father. Now, and this is very important because as I was studying this week, Holy Spirit said this whole, the whole thing about faith is about a distinction. Yeah. It's about a distinction or a difference. It's about dissimilarity. It's about separation. It's about distinguishing, watch this now, God above everyone else. Yeah. You see, you have to remember, we live from his conviction. His, but, but who are we talking about? Believing in God. And watch this. And when we live based upon those convictions, it distinguishes God from every other thing or person or, 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 or entity that has been devoted as God. This is what separates the believer from non-believers. What? Our convictions, our beliefs in the only living God. And watch this now. And when we, we've been talking about that light and when the light is on him. It causes those who are in darkness to be attracted to him. So this walk of faith is all about distinction, making a difference. That's, that's what we got into a little bit of it last week about the sons, and I want to uh, recapitulate on that a little bit, but it's all about, someone say distinction. And, and see, whatever you believe, Whatever doctrine you live by, it distinguishes you from anybody else. So whatever doctrine, if you worship goats, that worship of goats distinguishes you from people who don't worship goats. If you worship Buddha, that distinguishes you from people who worship Jesus. Hey, boy, are you here? And if you worship Jesus... That belief in him distinguishes you from every other. So whatever doctrine, whatever belief you live by, it distinguishes you. And trust you me, you are living by somebody's doctrine. And what I mean by doctrine is teaching. You're living by some man's teaching. Are you here? So whose teachings are governing your life? And see, those of where well, everyone has been predestined for the purpose and plan of God all don't follow that. That's why your purpose can only be discovered in him. Now, again, this is about what? A distinction. And is our servitude to the Father that makes the difference. 
I need to say this because there are things fighting to take your faith, if you will, or your belief or trust or confidence in God. There are things fighting for that. Are you following me? Now, one problem that a lot of people are having is that they are allowing things, listen to this now, to offend them. Now, see, when I'm talking about offense, it's just not limited to church stuff. I'm talking about stumbling blocks. Things that cause you to stumble or get out of character. For, listen now, for some people, it's being driven by what you think. <laughs> Sometimes your own See, again, somebody will get offended. But you were created to do what God has purposed you to do. Are y'all here? Sometimes it's your own way that's a stumbling block. Ah. Sometimes it's your place of employment that can be a stumbling block. Sometimes it's your environment that can be a stumbling block. Are you with me? I'm, I have jumped way ahead of myself. Let me show you something here. That, now, the reason why I say that because I've shown you in Scripture, in Psalms where the psalmist says, Great peace have they that love your law or your word. And no thing, and no thing, Minister Tillery, can offend them. So, in other words, when I am guarded, again, that word puts you in an inassailable place, it guards you. So, because I am so full of the word of God. Nothing trips me up. Why? Because the word of God is my God. So since the word is my God, this is nothing more than a trick of the enemy. So this job is not for me or this person is. Are y'all following me? Why? Because I am a lover of the word and nothing causes me to stumble. Now, that word in the Hebrew, it's the, the word offense, it's the Hebrew word skandalizo. And it simply means a snare to, oh, I thought I gave you that definition, to hinder, did I not give it to you? Uh, I can airdrop it to you. Uh, I just learned how to do that. Thank God for children. <laughs> you want me to airdrop it to you? But it, it means to hinder right conduct or thought. Literally to fall into a trap. To hinder, listen to me guys, right conduct. 
who are we emulating? So when there is a lack of word, it prohibits the right or proper conduct. So that thing has become an offense to me. See, we just have limited offenses to Sister Sally did not speak to me. Our pastor says something and I got to, no, no, no. Offense is anything that traps you or causes you to stumble. And guess what? And watch this. And since you are trapped, I am no longer distinguished. <laughs> See, when you are distinguished, it's just as clear as light and darkness. And one of the tragedies in the body of Christ today is that it's hard to distinguish who's who. And watch this. And I'm not talking about dress. I'm talking about conduct, lifestyle, because you could dress however, but that light would distinguish you from darkness every single time. Why? Because it is the Christ or the light of Christ that's doing the drawing. Remember, the Lord himself, Jesus said himself, that you can't even come to the Father except he draw you. <laughs> That's why Satan fights for your agreement. What? Getting you out of harmony with the Father. See, I, I want to show you something because, again, things are not manifesting because you are not good. Things are not manifesting because individuals aren't in agreement. But as I stated last week, if you get into agreement, you will always be good. <laughs> Are you following me? So we want this, this thing. It's about a distinction, guys. Just think about it. A, a, a lot of what's going on now is nothing more than offenses. Offenses. And what I mean by that, you, 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 you're so caught up in this, you can't even see that it's a trap. And I'm going to tell you, as I stated, Minister Williams, when the light is no longer on Jesus, the spotlight is on you now. And that thing becomes your reward. And the light was never supposed to be on you. The light has always supposed to have been on Jesus. The light's not supposed to be on you. The light is supposed to be on Christ. He is, he is the light of the world. And I've showed you the scripture. When the scripture says uh, we are the light, it literally means we are the light of Christ to the world. You, you're not the light. You're just a vessel whereby the light illuminates through you. Again, when there is homologia, I like what he likes, and I hate what he hates. I act like he acts, 
Just, just leave it at that because he always act right. I act like that should be the goal, to act. But watch this. If you're not in agreement, which can only come by being steadfast in his word, you're not going to like what he liked and love what he loved. That explains why people can still dwell in environments and in relationships and tolerate certain things. It, it, it's not because it's not always because uh, her, her, esteem, her esteem is just beat down or his esteem is just beat down. No, they are lacking a sufficiency of the word. Because if there's enough word, you are finally coming to agreement. See, the reason why some, oh Lord, I don't want to even go there. Some are tolerating that is because there's no agreement, there's no harmony with God. See, his voice weighs more to you than the Father's voice. <sighs> See, uh, uh, and this is, Pastor Lord, this is her lane. Okay, I'll do it. I help. Okay, whatever. Okay, I'll do it. Best, best obey you. This is Pastor's lane. Okay. Now watch this. Just, just, just say, you know, as long as you are out of harmony with God, you know, he will never settle and do what's right because you're not in harmony. So since you're not in agreement, then he would see and see. Look, I don't know who this is for, but listen, if you're going to play married, just go ahead and get married. I don't know who this is for. Don't, don't raise your hand, though. Don't, I, and, and I hate totally getting out of this vein. But, but li li listen, as long as you are play-playing. But see, if you get into agreement, you are like what God like and hate what he hates. Listen, because, again, I am called to be a distinction maker or a difference. Are y'all here? People be putting up. Okay, I, I, I'm just, okay. I said what he wanted me. Now, however you. That explains why somebody, Sister Moore, can sit up under a revelatory and God-inspired, on time, in season, word, and still not do. It's not because they don't have. They're just not consistent at hearing, whereby they can now get into steadfast agreement and do, which also explains why some can sit up on the same word and things are happening, is because they are in agreement with the Father. Now, back to the lesson. <laughs> John. Notice this is about a distinction. There should be a difference in the lives of believers. Your faith in God, Abrianna, Akela, Akela, Abrianna, your faith in God is the difference maker. Your belief. In God. Why could you don't act like everybody else? Because I live from a different standard. Actually, a higher standard. 
See, here's the thing. The whole idea about Christ in anity, it's living a life in conformity to his word. It's all about looking like him. So if somebody ah, is truly, now it's, it's a process, be ye transformed how? By the renewing of your mind. Well, how come he this and she that? Well, is it always that they're not saved? No. Uh, for a lot, they just have not came into agreement with the Father. That's, let, let me tell you something. This word is so, it is so powerful. that if, Remember last week, when you decree a rhema word, you are always speaking a life-altering, life-changing word. Y'all miss what I said. When you speak rhema, Andrea, you're speaking life-altering, life-altering, life-changing. So if I'm not living how he desires, you keep speaking the word, and it would change how you are living. Why? Because his word is alive, and it is life-altering, life-changing. Why do I keep doing that? Because you're not speaking life. The more you speak life, it will change the trajectory of so wherever you are walking crooked, you will begin to walk straight. Why? Because I have deposited life-altering. Now, here's the thing, minister. One of two things are going to happen. If I'm doing that, there's going to be a difference. If not, then we have to ask the question, did you really even receive Jesus from day one? See, see, then that becomes the question. Because some people are perpetrating a fraud because the idea is to really want to look like Christ. It, that's the difference maker. So it, it becomes either, I, 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 maybe I, see, that's why, you, you see, and again, God doesn't co-sign on, 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 on uh, 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 fancy cliches. He doesn't co-sign on man's tradition. He only agrees with his word. So I might have to revisit my experience if my salvation was reduced to coming down to the altar and shaking somebody's hand. Did I confess Jesus with my mouth? Did I believe in my heart and confess I may have to revisit my experience if it has been reduced to come down here and we're going to baptize you after service, but there was no profession of faith. You're not hearing me. The word is life altering. Uh -oh. There's nothing known to mankind 
that the word of God cannot fix. Y'all, if it's something that goes against God's will for your life, if, if this is out of whack, that's out of whack. There's nothing so powerful that the word of God can't straighten it out. So I submit to you, sir, sir, you just have not been confessing this life-altering word. So you just can't do it on your way to work, and that's it. It has to be a lifestyle of saying back to God what he has said about you. So you have to say to God what he has said about that thing. <laughs> That's why you have to know what the agreement is. His, God's faith is the substance. <laughs> Not your faith. <laughs> His faith is the substance of things. Will you get my phone? It's in my bag. I, 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 I just stepped into something else that I was probably three weeks down the road from now. His faith, daughters, is the substance. Your faith can't bust a grape, but his faith. Sister Williams, it's your belief, trust in him. See, that's what people mess up. Men, it ain't, it's not you. You have no power. You're not Superman. You're not omnipotent, but the omnipotent one dwells in you. Hold on. It's what? Okay. Uh, put that up on the screen. <laughs> I don't know how we got it. I haven't. Even, I opened my iPad, but I guess we just. I don't think you guys heard me. His word, Damien, is life-altering. You, you have to remember, every time you speak God's 
word. Kenyatta, you are speaking life-altering, life-changing life. Watch this. I, I want that word altar to be in your head all week. Life-changing words. His faith is the substance. We're leaving from well, okay, well, why some of y'all looking at me with this indignation as is, how dare he? It's my faith. <sighs> You're living. Let me show you something. Uh, now faith, I, I, I think the tradition says is the substance or it's the word assurance, okay? Hypostasis is what it means. Okay? Are y'all here? This, I'm, this is Hebrews 11 and 1. Right? The, the word works. Now faith is the substance. And your Bible may say substance, but it literally means assurance. Okay? Watch this. In, in your concordance, it gives you the number. What to look it up. All right? It means to what? Stand to, or hypo under histomai to stand. Properly to what? Possess. Standing under what? So, so hold up. Now, faith, his inbirth persuasion is the guarantee. It's the t his faith. What he has said is the title. So, so, and and, I, and I, I'm going here for a reason because I, I kind of delved in that the life altering. So that means anything that he has said in his word. It's a guarantee. If oh, hold on, guarantee that is a title. What to a promise or property? That is a legitimate. It's a legitimate claim. Why? Because it's literally under a legal stand. See uh, again, as I as we seen last week. See, we, we keep thinking, yeah, these things are mine, but I can't possess them. If I'm, I can only acquire them by coming into agreement with the Father. They're there. But you have to agree. See, see, you have to, see, you have to be so rock solid. I, I can't tell you what happened to him or why that happened to her. I just know what I'm sticking to. See, some of y'all don't even want to, well, that, that's just being, it, it's confident in, now this is the confidence that I have in him. Don't worry about what people say, Drill, because you are under a different government. And the government that I'm a part of, when I speak on that authority, it changes things. Literally under a legal standing, entitling what? Someone to what? What is guaranteed under what? The particular agreement. Well, what's God, what, what's, where can we find his, discover his agreement? Where? Where? 
But sadly, most Christians won't find out what their agreement is. Let me tell you something. Preachers all the time will quote stuff that's not necessarily scripture. And see, you wonder why nothing happened. That's not even a Bible verse. So you better know this. Again, God doesn't co-sign on fancy cliches or stuff that sound good. He's bound by his word. His covenant is with himself. See, see, see watch this. Even, even when he made the covenant with Abram, listen, listen. Abram didn't participate. He only used those animals because, notice, Abram was from the heir of the Chaldeans. So when the Lord made the covenant with him, said, get this and get that, split down. It, matter of fact, the Bible tells you that, and uh, this is around Genesis 15, it, it tells you Abram from the Chaldeans. So when he made the covenant, he used something that Abram could identify with. Then when he split, the, see, and, and most traditionally, the people that were part of the agreement, they both would walk through while reciting the terms of the agreement. But let, let, let me tell you how good God is. God knew that man is fickle. So when it came time to make the agreement, Abraham was in a deep sleep, if you will, and the smoke or the presence of God, God made the covenant with himself. So if you don't come on, look, look, even when you don't believe, I'm still holding fast to my agreement. So if you just come into agreement, with me. See, he's bound by his word. That's why. Look, 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 look. See, see, the, see, when you understand, you can, you can kind of understand what he's saying here. This agreement is what I made to myself. So if you can just agree with me. <laughs> I have to stand by my it, it wasn't him and Abraham and Abraham talking back to God and God. No, no, no. Sleep. Let me make this here boss with myself. Because I know my word will stand forever. You might change your mind midstream when it doesn't feel good. You might wake up to mind and decide, I don't want this anymore. But if you stick, now for the believer, hypostasis means is the Lord's guarantee. Y'all would circle that word guarantee. What does that what does guarantee mean? Maybe. 99. I mean, I mean, if, if you, you come real close. It, it doesn't mean like uh, it this ain't based on circumstances, sister Moore. It's as 
Some would say, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. So for you, beloved, hypostasis is the Lord's guarantee. See, here it go. To what? Fulfill the faith he inverts. And how does he inverse it? By speaking, by saying back to him what he has declared about me, my situation, my circumstances. Watch this. Indeed, here it go. We're only tied to what God grants for what? Faith. So if it's not a part of his agreement, it, that thing cannot be granted because it's not part of his agreement. But if it is a part of his agreement, it's, he is guaranteed to stand by it because that is a part of his agreement. Now, put that up until we actually get to that part of the message sometime down the road. Are you here? But this whole thing, Sister Walker, is about a distinction. Do y'all remember the thing about the sons we read last week? Let me give you this. This time is just... Who's here? Now, I tell you what, let me, let me do it like this. John 17, 17 through 20. <laughs> now, here we find Jesus. He's praying to the Father. What is also known as a priestly prayer. He's not only praying for his disciples, he's praying for you too. This is what he's saying about you. Sanctify who? Them. Now, before that, he talks about how uh, we're in this world. And, and I'm going to tell you, that's why it's good to find, discover your purpose. The world cares nothing, it cares nothing about you. And, and he, didn't he, you know, he said, you know, I, I'm not praying that you take them out of the world, but keep him from the evil one. Sanctify him. Set them apart. Distinguish them in the truth. Set them apart for, you. for whose purposes? Whose Whose? His purposes. Make them holy. Your word is what? Truth. What's the truth? His word. Just as you what? Commissioned and sent. Or sent, which same thing as commissioned. Me and what? Into the world. I have, I have also commissioned what? And sent who? Them. Believers. You have been sent. You have been commissioned. To go, keep going, let me show you. For their sake, I what? Sanctify myself to do your will. And if Jesus distinguished himself, what should we do? So that they may also what? Be sanctified, set apart, dedicated, made holy to, excuse me, or in your truth. So listen, Jesus understood his purpose. So if he could distinguish himself, how much more those of us who belong to him distinguish ourselves. I do not pray for these alone. It is not for their sake uh, only that I make this request, talking about disciples, but also for what? Those who will ever 
believe and trust me through their message or the message that they were here. Okay, verse 20. Is that, oh, yeah, I, did, I just read verse 20. Watch out. Yeah, okay. Now, notice, but I want to show you something. He, so he prayed that we would be what? Set apart. So the truth should always distinguish you. Amen. Yeah. God's word Amen. should always make the difference. Are you here? Amen. Let me show you something. Sent, because again we've gotten away from what distinguishes us. Are you here? L let me show you something. Put that definition up. That word "sent" is a Greek word, apostello. It means away or from. Properly sent away. That is what commission. Sent on a defined mission by a superior. Do you know what your mission is? Yes, sir. Come on, talk about it. Thank you. See, we, we are to go into all the world, all the world. and proclaim this good news. But, but uh, watch this while allowing light, the light of Christ, right. illuminate through us. Keep going. I want to show you something, though. Which you Notice I've been telling you guys for weeks, the light was never supposed to be on you. See, we have been sent. Watch this. The, as an inspiration, watch this. Sin focuses back to who? The source or the one sending. So the focus should be back on who? The one who sent us. Strongly connecting the sinner to the one, sinner, uh, one sent his mission. Watch this. This verb is used closely connected to the Lord. The sender. Who's the sender? The Lord. So the focus should be back on who? The sender. To the believers, his personally commissions, as of course, as with John the Baptist, y'all know he prepared the way. So, in, uh, and I'm saying that to say, the life that we live, this life that's distinguished, that's set apart, it puts, it should be putting a focus back on the one who sent me. But again, Satan uses little things to guess what, offend you. And see, uh, if you just think in your offense stops in the church, you're sadly mistaken. <laughs> Environments can be a stumbling block to you. Church folk can be a stumbling block to you. Heathen folk can be a stumbling block to you. Your boo can be a stumbling block to you. Ooh. When my boo has me living out of agreement, my boo has now became. A stumbling block. Huh. The, Ephesians. One, are you here? We just flowing half of the Holy Spirit. He's just moving our own kind of ways, but he is Lord. I want to show you something. I see why he had me kind of 
He just said, no, you just get in there and you just, you just, 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 you just, just let me. Okay, all right. Blessed, blessed and worthy of praise be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. Just as in his love he chose us in Christ, actually selected us for him. Do you see this? For who? For himself as his own. Before, see, before the foundation of the world, you have already been designated to be distinguished. You were already predestined to be different. He predestined you to be distinguished as sons. Are you here? That's why, again, if your purpose has nothing to do with putting the spotlight back on the sender, I am not in agreement in that area with the Father. Y'all just missed what I said. Everything you do should be pointing you back to my sender. So those beautiful wreaths that you make, Sister Moore, ultimately points everything back to your sender. Y'all looking at me like... Help. Do what you got to do. But if it's not pointing people back to the sender, I need to ask, perhaps I am engaging in the pride of life. This is me. You know, this is my time, my season. My... When is it going to be God's season? What I mean by that, when are we going to go into the time, minister, where we are putting the spotlight and keeping it on him. Oh, see, we don't like messages like this because, man, I came to do what I got to do. Man, you're getting up out of here one of these days. So, and what I mean by that, we're going to be caught up when, you know. Uh, so, so uh, see, everybody's not going to go by the way of the grave. No. So when, when Jesus comes back, those who are still living are going to be caught up. Are you here? Study your word. So, I mean, now if you want to go by the way of the grave, that's between you and Jesus. I have you want to do it, you know. So, but uh, it's all what you confessing, man. So, what, what, which, but what were we talking about? But listen, it's a point, Mr. Tillery, back to the sender. And it, it, why? Now it puts the, when I point it back to the sender, guess who's going to do the drawing? The sender. But see, if, if, if we're not distinguished putting the spotlight on him, guess what? They won't be drawn. But you were predestined are y'all hearing this? To be a difference maker. And why are, I don't know who this is, but why are you ashamed to put the spotlight on the sender? Hold up. See, you have to watch out for that little thing called pride. 
I don't want, I don't want. Listen, if me pointing you back to the sender going to offend you, first of all, my job is to point you to the, to the sender. Are you here? Just as his love chose you, actually selected us for his own self before the foundation of the world so that we could what? Be set apart. That's consecrated, set apart for, his, for him. For what? <clears throat> Purpose driven and blameless in his sight and love. Verse 5 is what we want to get to. He predestined, watched this, and lovingly planned us to be what? Adopted to himself. See, this goes back to that word son I talked to you about, and I'll give a definition and I'll close on that. Uh, uh, in accordance with what? Well, let's, start, let's start over. He predestined and lovingly planned for us to be what? Adopted to himself as his own children through uh, Jesus Christ. In accordance with the kind intention and good pleasure of his will. Whatever it is you're doing, it should put the light back on the sender. Let, 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 no other thing going has life-altering words like the truth. Y'all, y'all missing what I'm saying, man. And see, the world has got see. The world has gotten so clever, even some sanctimonious believers, where they're moving away God, from the truth into other ideologies. It may sound good. Very intelligent. All oh, this well articulated. But no other institution has words that alters lives. Hold up. Permanently, that is. Because you can hear a little nugget and you, 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 we'll see some short-term change. But we're talking about permanent life. Listen. That's why when you come and, and get the wisdom and get the I, I really throw all the education stuff to the side. And I give you life-altering words. Y'all, y'all not even... I might say something, something good. You'll go home and kiss your wife and all that. But no, but if I give you life-altering words, you, you know, it, 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 it now is genuine. We start seeing the change. But this little stuff, I'm giving you something just to last for y'all can post up Friday night date pics and Saturday you're back beating the hell out of one another. No, no, I want this thing to be permanent. So I want some life-altering words. Apologies for the expletive. Watch, watch this. Um, let me give you the definition of sons and we're going to go home. Watch, put it back up. We are. So y'all seen this last week. They got that word adoption. Okay. Anyone sharing the what? The same nature. As a, so 
as sons, we have the same nature, same character of the Father. At least we should. The reason why I said it because I showed you last week. Just because you're a believer doesn't mean you're going to exhibit these things. They're there, but see, it's only staying in agreement with that word that we start to see that character, his conduct. For real, let me show you. Are y'all here? For the believer, becoming a son of God begins with what? Being reborn. So all those who are born again, accepted Jesus as their uh, Savior, you are now a son. By the Heavenly Father, through Christ, the work of you. Okay, keep, keep, keep going. Uh, right here, even the females too. Y- y'all part of this too. So when it t- in the Greek we're talking about son, it's not uh, gender. Okay? So you are a son. I'm a fe- you, yeah, g- lady, you are a son. Human, that is. Well, uh, yeah. In the word, that is. Because somebody just said, oop, there it go. I told you, he, he just, he just, no, that ain't what I'm talking about. And you know that's not what I'm talking about. Zoom in on me. You know that's not what I meant. <laughs> All right, come on. Watch this. We are emphasizes likeness of the believer to who? The Heavenly Father. Resembling his? Okay. Watch this. More and more. How though? By living in faith. What? Hearing and declaring his word. His inbirth persuasion. Okay. We all highlights what? The le- there it go again. The legal right, guys. To the Father's inheritance. You have a legal right to, to that agreement he's talking about, those things at the front. You have a legal right to those things. You have a legal right. So you don't have to beg for healing. You don't have to beg for deliverance. You don't have to beg for victory. You don't have to beg for wealth. These things are legally yours. Are y'all here? Oh, they were, they were in a nugget on that wealthy. And you got people out here doing it out of agreement. And here it is. You were born into it. Why not just get in agreement with this purpose for your life? Walk in agreement and let all of that stuff come to you. Y'all, y'all just, uh, again, that doesn't mean he won't give you the wisdom, the ingenuity, and know how to do these things. But watch this again. I'm doing this all to point you back to my sender. And now that I am able to be of greater value and an asset, don't put the spotlight on me. Put it on the sender. Well, I gave so to see. Again, you're putting it on you. Put it on the sender. That went a nugget. 
Because if you want it on you, maybe that's why you did it so we could. Thank you. When it should be going to the sender. Different message, different day. Highlights the right to the father's inheritance. That is, as a believer lives in what? Conformity to the father's nature. And see what's happening again, minister, people aren't living in harmony with him. And they're complaining as to why the things that are in this agreement aren't happening. They're, 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 they're wondering why things that they are entitled to aren't becoming theirs. Materially or in the physical. Why? Because they're not in agreement or conformity It's yours. Yeah, it's yours. But if I'm not in agreement, nature, character. Romans 8, 14. For as many are as led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons. So the son, the female and male, will walk in agreement. Watch this. It, w- w- when you allow Holy Spirit to lead you, those who are led. So a good indicator that you are, that you possess the nature, character of the Father, you are allowing yourself to be led. You see, when I say led, again, I love what he loves. And I hate what he hates. And that's what leads me. That's what motivates me. That's what drives me. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what makes the difference. Come on, let's give the Lord a shout of praise. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.